What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Louis um, I've had a good week, it's been fun, it's been cool I will tell you all about that another time Because today I'm giving you a break from my thoughts and my worries and my woes And I am bringing back some past guests uh, They were great the first time round, they were great this time round And uh, th- there's, there's not really much to say about them I've introduced them before, They're, apart from the fact that they are super inspiring Super passionate dudes I, I Really, when they left, I, I was... Talking to Kai and saying like, when they left the second time round, uh, I was like, these guys are are truly inspiring, and it's like the, the the whole meaning of the podcast from when I first set it up, you know, talking to these people who are having ideas and and creating something off of their own backs, and within eight months they've set up a theatre company and put on a show and got five star reviews and you know sold out every night of their run, and they've really done it right and I think the reason it worked so well for them is because of who they are they're two genuinely lovely blokes and they know exactly what they want they know why they're doing what they're doing and they just crack on and they're organized and on top of it and the way they talk about it as I'm sure you'll you'll hear and agree with me um is just amazing the, the passion that they have for their project um, is is fantastic. So once again, ladies and gents, for the second time on the Acting Inspired podcast, and hopefully not the last time, it won't be the last time, there'll be many more times, I'm sure, and I'm sure this is a name of a theatre company you'll be hearing a lot more of, um, and that is John Totsi and Nathan Coonan from Paper Creatures talking about their show Flood that they just did during the Camden Fringe Festival. I'm going to shut up now. You guys enjoy this. Uh, it's very fun, very good. They they give us some some tips and talk through the process a little bit. And, you know, it, it's just... I recommend anyone who is interested in the idea of starting up a theatre company and what it takes to, to get to the point of having the theatre company and putting on a production... Um, you're really going to love this. And yeah, that's it. That's it. I'll just crack on. I I just want to talk and talk and talk, but I'm not going to. So here we go. Ladies and gents, this is John and Nathan, Paper Creatures. Uh, Enjoy. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. <laughs> Hello, John and Nathan. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. 
thanks for having us. Thank you for coming, dude. It's uh, it, it's nice to sort of. I've only done this a few times on the podcast where I've like revisited people or like projects or whatever. And uh, but I think this one is like perfectly timed because obviously and. I'm probably going to say sorry a million times throughout this show, but I didn't get to see it because um, I was away sunbathing, basically, which is a terrible excuse, but uh, that's, that is what was happening. Such a valid excuse. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Better option, clearly. Okay. But at that point that we spoke last time, you know, it was all very exciting. Mm. It was new. You were, It was before you'd even started rehearsals. You were still yeah. sort of going through script drafts. I and think we'd, we'd just done the website or something. Yeah, you had we just done that. Just kind Have we done of, the R&D yet? I don't know if you had. I don't no, remember talking about R and B. R and B. R and B. So yeah, that, that, so we really saw you and spoke to you, or heard you rather, in in at that point where it was all sort of you, you're not sure what's going on and how it's going to work and if it's going to work and yeah. whatever. And uh, now, obviously, you've done your run at the Camden Fringe, Camden Fringe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just want to, for the benefit of the people listening and for myself, because I. Sorry, I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, but just find out how it went. What what sort of things do you think could have been improved on, or like what you could have changed, or what you would have done differently, if anything, you would have done differently. And uh, and also, we'll get to this much later. But like, what's next? And and is Paper Creatures going to continue to be a thing? And whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think I just asked all the questions. <laughs> That's good to know. At least we have stuff to think about. <laughs> we can think about. This. So first of all, Part how one. was it? Like, how was the how was the show? How was from from this time we spoke? You mentioned R and D, so you you did some work on the script and yeah. or, or uh, research. Yeah, we did we did the R and D, which is around about April time, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was a wonderful process. I'd actually never done a proper R and D before. Yeah, um, I'd always just kind of done rehearsals, play rehearsals, play, but um, our director Georgia State, she kind of led it in a really wonderful way we she combined it with character development so yeah. a lot of improvs a lot of chatting about you know what were our characters relationships yeah. throughout the years so by that lives. point did you already have the full cast that you were you were going yeah. to be working yeah. with yeah. Okay, we thought fine. it was very important if we were to do an R&D we'd do it with yeah. the cast because yeah. it was such a character driven play mm-hmm. and so much about these characters and their their hometown yeah. that it kind of had to be and it was it was lovely because we had Tom who was a writer was in the show as well. Yeah. yeah. But there was this constant greatness with him that he was happy to ch- change things, try mm. things out. That's he wasn't really, really precious about his script in that way. Yeah. And that was great. And what Georgie did beautifully for us was instead of, you could have easily just gone, oh, let's get that line maybe doesn't make sense actually. But she wanted to dig deeper. She never just went, let's cut that. Yeah. Yes. Like that. So and that's true. what I think R&D is great for. It's actually don't try and change what you've got. You, what you've got here is a really good, solid first, like, this is about the third draft I think we had at this point, yeah. uh, of the play. And now's your time to just explore that. Mine. And then later down the line in rehearsals, things changed. Yeah. Um, we, we took things out, put stuff in. Yeah. But it was just a really great chance to just look at what we had. And it was just a really rewarding week, actually. And I think it influenced so much of what happened in rehearsals and then yeah. later the run. Like, so did you, were, were you able to, at that point, like during the R&D, at which point were you able to sort of go, okay, we're, we're just actors now? Or did you have, were you fully involved in everything the whole way through? The R&D wasn't, I think we were fully actors. I think that. we were fully actors. Yeah, really, that really, was essentially just, we were in a room for five days. Yeah. It, was so much, just, it was way before the marketing really began yeah like in terms of we did things here and there but 
we thought it was important not to do a full marketing push too early. Yeah. Otherwise, in a, in a in a city like London where new things are coming all along, you want it to be quite fresh mm-hmm. in people's mind. If you start, if you blow your load too soon, you, yeah. you're not going to have a fun time. Yeah. yeah. No one, yeah. no one enjoys no. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't. Have, you don't want people to be sick of you. Yeah. Yeah, of, yeah. So we were quite yeah. clever with that. But no, it was a. We were fully actors for that because Correct. we didn't. Because it was just purely about the play. And, and not worrying about anything yeah. else. It was just it was about the play. That was the focus. And how much did it change? Did did it change a lot from from what you had originally with the first or the whatever draft you were on at that point? Did it develop more from that point or or? There were some significant changes. I think mm. uh, we we kind of definitely later in rehearsal. So we did what we did was a two week intensive rehearsal. Oh wow! So we made sure that our cast and creative team were available Monday to Friday, nine till six. Yeah. So, the two weeks that we could really crack on with it nice. and I think that was useful and when it got to near the end of the week because we had a time constraint with the Camden Fringe of your 60 minute slot as much as the play could be an hour 20 we think and right. that was something that we, I think there yeah. were definitely cuts made but with regards to the content the major plot points I think stayed they did they never changed it was just looking at so that was really just to get the, get it a bit tighter and yeah. sort of fit yeah. into and know the characters sort. more just because it's so there's so much reference to the past and what they were like yeah. and their life before the future yeah. and the present. Um, that yeah, that that was what our main port, port of call was. It's good. It was good. There was a lot of time spent to actually make sure that those relationships were set in truth. Yeah, like they were real, uh-huh. and that you know when we talked about the mother of Adam, who all every character knew and had a strong relationship to her, we knew who that was, and we knew like how she was with us and. It's such a small detail that you know maybe one character mentions Debbie, the the mother, once, mm-hmm. but Jackie. those. Oh my god, it was Jack. Oh, Debbie, Debbie's the bartender. <laughs> Debbie's the bartender. Debbie's another character you never meet. <laughs> so, no, her name was definitely Jackie, but that's why oh it's god. finished now. You don't have to worry about that shit. Debbie, Debbie was uh, Debbie is a real character who was was rich. That's something that changed in the R and D. We did. We so cut there was Debbie. a character called Debbie who who was never on never a character, but there was one line where in the pub scene one of the characters goes, I "It's alright." Yeah, you guys it. Debbie's alright. Debbie, we'll get him home safe. And we were like, where's Debbie? Where, <laughs> Who's he talking to? Do we cast like, a 50 year old woman? Just a, we had this image of like a bar wench. Or do we just like, like set her every night in the audience and just kind of be like, don't worry about Debbie. Like, you know, and just That'd one like, yeah. the audience member will be like, what the fuck? So it changed, didn't it? So Debbie was there, but not in that scene. Debbie was mentioned in scene one. Yes. That Debbie was running the pub and put a new dartboard up and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wanted the old one back because she couldn't hit a bullseye anymore. So there was, she was there in spirit. So that's the main thing of the R&D I think that we found was that we Debbie, found, yeah. Debbie had to be... Um, we found who Debbie was. <laughs> yeah, good. And I'm I glad. think the play, you know, really took a new turn when we decided who that was. Yeah, no, big time. We all knew who Debbie was and she was with us the was, whole run. It was powerful <laughs> and it was magical. It sounds great though because like, even just the way you're talking about it now, it's like you provided yourselves with this uh, and and some other people with this space and this time to take a script and play with it and be actors. Yeah. Um, which I guess was a, was a, a, an integral part of the plan from the beginning, maybe? Like, well, yeah. yeah As was, a theatre company, that's something we've always... Yeah. It's about, yeah, truthful stories and, and, and yeah, and having fun with it. Yeah. Mm. The idea of this is a new play that's never been done before. And you, you guys enabled that. You guys provided that space and that time and that, you know, you put in mm. the work to, to, 
to enable that and it's a it's it's not an easy thing to do as i'm sure you're fully aware like mm -hmm. I, i'm less aware than than you are but like it just seems sorry this bar's right in no, the no, no. i just realized <laughs> that <laughs> i'm i'm holding it there i could just <laughs> trying, to, trying to look through a i don't know why i'm trying to make it hard for you to look at me. no not at all just, not at all <laughs> <laughs> but i i just like commend you for for doing that because you know this is what we we do have the power to do sometimes we can sit around as actors as i have done in the last couple of weeks i'm sure and gone i don't know what to do nothing's coming through oh shit um i can't like there's nothing i can do about it and but there totally is something you can do about it, it mm. just it's just that determination and that, uh, yeah. that grit to get it started mm -hmm. um and then let it flourish but so that's just kind of a compliment i guess um we'll take it yeah yeah thank you have yeah. that um but so then when at which point did you was it like when you were going into the theater what was that like you know just just when your first step into the theater and and sort of going um, we did we did have a couple of like little milestone moments where we just kind of looked at each other and we were just like holy crap yeah, this is the set, the sets on, the sets there, the sets there. Uh, first day of rehearsals. First day of rehearsals when we, we did the, the first read. I oh, went to the loo. This sounds Ooh, so no, no, wrong. Keep, keep finish it. Finish <laughs> um, the story. Finish we went, the story. Yeah, we went into the loo <laughs> after doing our first read through. We were like, "Fuck!" We just did the first read through. We had the whole create. It was the cast and the creative team were all yeah. there and sat in a circle like a like a professional, like real life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like what you're meant to do as yeah. actors and, and having everyone there was awesome. Yeah, so that was great. And yeah, lots of moments of just like, "Fuck, okay." It's the it's last happening. day of today. Fuck. Tech. Yeah. And um, going into the theatre was lovely. I think the theatre itself it's is... Because yeah. it's just such an adaptable space and it was on um, two sides, which was great because it just meant that it felt a bit more real in a set. I, I'm a massive advocate for a, a theatre in the round. I think that that's the yeah. best way to do it because it that's how life is in the round. Wow, that was wonky. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so having it thrust really helped, I think, as well, because it just kept things a bit more, it flowed easier. And yeah. and yeah, it just the way we transformed that space into a flooded basement. Yeah. It was just the way the sound design and the lighting design worked it, and the set, because the set was essentially, um, if you didn't see it, there was it was cut off furniture, a really simple idea. Mm -hmm. So our set designer, Oscar, just made a table and two chairs and just cut them so, so it, was it, was like it looked like it was sinking oh, into the floor sick. and we had shiny floor underneath to, for the light Ali's lights that to kind of really bounce off of really and good, yeah. we had this really yellow light in the beginning scene because it's in a basement so yeah. we wanted to keep that and then there was a bit where um, I was chatting to our sound designer the other day about it and he was like that there's a bit where the light blacks out in yeah. the basement because of the, the fuse box keeps going mm. off and it was just a last minute thing that it, the lights went but there was no sound and he just quickly was like oh fuck I've got to find a sound and he because they hadn't thought about that but they wanted to find a really good sound and it just works brilliantly whenever there was a blackout it went yeah 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 it's, it's so good when you see because um, I think it was probably maybe just before I spoke to you or yeah just finished doing this this play yes yeah, I, uh, yeah. yeah with Millie yeah exactly yeah. oh yeah of course yeah, yeah, we had yeah. a conversation about that yeah, yeah. Um, hey Millie for listening <laughs> <laughs> hey um, Millie <laughs> we um but I was saying that was the first time because it was the first time I've been. It was a two-hander, so it was like, you know, and it was a, a a small production, I guess, in in many ways. And but it just meant that you saw a lot more of what was going on, and I saw the true sort of artistry of the sound guy, of the lighting, mm. of set props, like everything. Yeah. Just I really could because it was such a small room and a, and a smaller group of people than I'd ever seen before, 
I was suddenly like, holy shit. Like, it, it really, I mean, I, sh- you should have been, I should have been aware of this beforehand, I guess, but you, you and this sounds really uh, egotistical maybe, but like, oh, we're all definitely on this exact equal yeah. artist yeah, totally. level. Without lighting, we're not seen. Without the sound, there's exactly. an atmosphere. It's incredible. It's a massive collective thing. So that must be a wonderful thing because again, like as I'll keep saying throughout this, like this is that it's all stuff that you put together. Um, did you like what was the process with with finding those guys? Like the finding the the the, the techies. It was um, it, some quite a lot of it was people who you know who yep. knows someone as uh-huh. well who knows someone so there was a lot of like word of mouth mm-hmm. um we also put out ads um we i think we did a for the stage manager we did a car, the um uh, the stage jobs pro stage jobs pro. oh cool yeah a massive shout out to jasmine our um stage manager she jasmine was, cole she was great she yep. just almost she lit up a room she was really lovely and just kind of so organized and Oh, it was incredible. And you need she, that. You needed it. We were, and yeah. yeah, because that was through Stage Pro. And then we had Ali and Ben, so our sound and lighting designers. Was Ben was through a friend recommended and said, and worked with him. Ali Hunter, the lighting designer, was on a list mm-hmm. that Georgie, our director, had made. Oh, wow. Who, um, she hadn't worked with her before, but she just thought, actually, she'd be good to work with. Maybe she'd one day. seen she, her work before somewhere, somewhere, I think. She just put it on a list. And, Amazing. And she yeah. was like, let me, go, let me go to my list and see if I know anyone. And, yeah. <laughs> So actually, it's kind of great because it just goes to show, like, if you just keep proactive and you do things and, and keep doing work, even though, like, it might not lead to something, you know, uh, meaty in that moment, that led to, you know, for Ali doing that show, whatever she did before, then led to her being on, like, Georgie's yeah. kind of, like, in her mind, and then Georgie put it forward to this. And, yeah, totally. And, and hopefully you know, they can yeah. help us out when we need future... Exactly. Yeah. They can't do it. But exactly. It's lovely to. They were, we're, we're, we're building a, a base it's of like a contacts web, and yeah. friends, and yeah. it's nice to be able it, to It is. That. It's a web. It's an industry of relationships. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's great. Um, okay. Just. I'm going to take like a. It, it, see, it feels like a negative turn in my head, but were, were there any points um, up to like rehearsals or even getting into the theatre or even the, through the whole run and everything? Was there any point where you were like, oh, shit? Um, can we do this what are we doing <laughs> and there, there may not don't find yeah. one for no reason no, I feel like we were so organised <laughs> yeah. with this to the point of so organised um, that we had we let time breathe we had so we had we were really fortunate to have the amount of reviewers we had come yeah. I think yeah. for, a, for a debut company because we wrote to them in time we drafted out a press release way in advance to really make it perfect and then with regards to getting our team together we did that nice and early so the only stress is really is just you hope tickets sell. Yeah, I think that's a big I, one. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of just like hoping when you get the sales, we got a weekly sales report, and at the beginning, yeah. oh my god, I was like, you you weren't stressing as much as me. I wasn't. No, but I, I was I like, had faith. I was like, I had faith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you see, like, oh, okay, first two nights are doing really well, and then the end of the week was like three tickets, and I was like, no, we can't finish with yeah. three people. Then that was like five weeks before the show <laughs> but you just go okay oh but um right. you get because you get these like we, these reports yeah yeah but then it's just you learn a lot about how people book last minute yeah i oh, think like yeah. we sold, we had a sellout run and every single night every single night was sold out and i think you as a as a theater goer you as john you book quite in I advance book, yeah yeah I, I kind of do i don't do on the day jobs Whereas yeah. I do a few weeks before if i know someone's doing something i'm an on the day booker i know more of 
Yeah, yeah. And I know, yeah. more, I know a lot of me. Yeah, yeah. And so that I think that's maybe why I was a bit more like, they'll come. They'll come. They're yeah. just. And Tom kept reassuring us because he's obviously done yeah. his shows before that. Yeah. You're going to think it's it looks horrific, but don't worry, yeah. it will be fine. And what did Tom think? Was he happy? I mean, he was in it obviously as yeah. well, but do, but was he happy he with the results? So and, he was yeah. so he was thrilled. He, he was all oh, he came across as thrilled. He might have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, sure he, he said it's really funny thing, didn't he? When we met up with him recently, he said it was just I just loved coming out every night. Everyone was telling me how great I was <laughs> <laughs> because that never gets old. Um, but it because and it's so well deserved. And I think if you look at Tom's previous work and look at Flood, the journey he's gone on as a writer yeah. is mad. Yeah, like it's so different. To, all of his other work yeah. that it was I think a really lovely challenge for him and which he rose to admirably and mm. he created a well reviewed five star show yeah. that sold out in an off West End theatre don't I mean, struggle to say that so man, yeah, no. say it's, that kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like fuck he did and if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have had the play we had and he was obviously a great actor in it and yeah I think he was very happy with it I am um, going back to what you asked uh, couple minutes before mm. any of the difficulties I had um I had a moment, I had a little trough um, with the with the whole marketing and the producing aspect. Yeah. I got a bit, I got a bit sick of it. Yeah. Just, just the whole, you just have to keep on going and going and going. Yeah. And, and I think that's totally normal and natural. Absolutely. Um, I, and in that moment, I, I really missed being an actor. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. Wanted, And I think that was about two weeks before the rehearsal started, two, three weeks. And I just went, oh, I just want to, I just want to get in the room and start creating again. I just want to be that. That's but, good though. That's not a not a negative thing because you mm. were passionate about the project. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I just remember I remember that happening and going, God, we just have to keep on doing this. Keep on, you know, making those posts, sending those emails. Yeah. Just crack on, crack on as producers. Yeah, because it's the, it is it's the producer cap and there's the actor cap. Yeah, and... we did really well with it because I, I mm. you know, it's. I was fully aware of pretty much every stage of what you were doing because of the social media and because of the website and yeah. like following, I was easily able to follow what you were doing. Yeah. So I think you did it well. I think that's what led those. to people. That's the, I think that helped with the sellout. Yeah. Because people, it, was, it was, we, and we, we were lucky to have a really great marketing manager on our team, Joanna, who did all, all of that stuff that you see. It was her and she's made it look so professional and really slick. And I think that helps. We just wanted everything to feel professional. I think mm. and it was fringe theatre is a great thing but I think what was lovely one friend said to me it was like it didn't feel like a fringe show yeah. in a sense yeah. of it, when watching it it felt like it could have been on a bigger platform yeah, yeah. but then again I'm really proud that it was a fringe production yeah, yeah, ultimately exactly. it's like actually it's making it's, it's breaking those, uh, those preconceptions about fringe that it's just going to be oh it's going to be a two chairs on a stage and actually yeah. we had a full on fucking set yeah. and the production values were higher the, the cast were really talented really great to work with and team that it's possible yeah and all doing it on a profit share basis right because we're passionate about it and not because we're just doing it for the sake of a credit yeah because yeah, yeah. people want to actually create some work and do it amazing yeah no it's it's, uh, it's so good to hear and and what you were talking about earlier as well with with your reply was perfect with the with you know it's you were organized and mm. that's something that i struggle massively mm. with um, I need some tips off you guys for the uh, for the social media <laughs> stuff actually because I'm so bad at it. Like, I, and, yeah, it but I suppose all, this is, all it is is a case of um, 
of just persevering, I suppose, mm-hmm. for, yeah. uh, going by what you what you just said. And it's all worth it as well. It, like when, uh, at the end of the week, when you, when we went for went for a cast meal after the final show and just being, mm-hmm. seeing everyone around, being like, so worth it. Yeah, what we've just achieved, it's so worth it. It is. The it stre- really is. Yeah, because the stress levels. I never got like, oh my god, stressed because I think we were. It just like I think for rehearsals, we were quite lucky that we could be quite. The only thing we really need to yeah. worry about during rehearsals was snacks <laughs> making sure that we had some snacks for our creative and cast um and tickets and just keeping on on that and comp tickets and press tickets that was the mm. only th- real thing and then everything else we had the, the trust of the creators coming in with the set and the sound and lighting ideas just mm. and it all just fit just together naturally just fell into place amazing what, how long were you on for again five nights five, six six, six nights yeah um and so you mentioned that you got quite a lot of reviewers in as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, what? Again, I suppose that's just the organisation and writing to those people. How much time did you give them? Because I, I, I always wonder about this. Because you know, when you, when you, as an actor, when you start a show, and you want, you maybe want people to come and see it, not reviewers, obviously. Well, I mean, they're going to come, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, casting or agents or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like finding that point when's, a, when's the right when's time right? to let them know we did six weeks it was six weeks wasn't it I think that's and that's one that was recommended by a I think it was Broadway Baby or something so yeah. it said um, that's the recommended time that's cool six weeks and, it was and so then fun. we did follow ups we did follow ups so if those because we got quite a few people reply to our follow ups well we, no from the first email like within an, one, there was one of the reviewers we'd sent the email out and we got a reply in like ten minutes. We're like, yeah, I'll have one for that night, please. Oh wow! Mm. So you're like, okay. Mm. And then some were like, we do it more. We'll let you know a week before the show yeah. what review is coming. And so it's just being on top of that. But yeah, I think six weeks. And you I send remember, a good press release. I and... remember you as well. You you came out with the idea to resend invitations to everyone who didn't respond to us about three weeks later. So yeah, three yeah. weeks before yeah. six rehearsals and then three. started. Yes, it was just, that's it. It was just, it was before, just before rehearsal started. Yeah, just so you so give two them a weeks, push. three weeks before the show. Yeah. About six reviewers and from that. More well, reviewers no, came four, from, four, yeah, about four reviewers that. came from that. Oh, wow. Hmm. So it, it is persistence, per- perseverance. And a good press release, I think that helps. And a, a very cl- solid a, press release. So what, a good clear press release. Ha, yeah. And I don't know anything about that really. Is that, what, what does that entail? What do you have to do what is a press release it's essentially it's something that you'll send to press and it just mm. essentially has a synopsis of your play mm-hmm. um, contact information stuff about our company so people mm. get a feel for you yeah. just so they get an idea of what they're going to be in for and also we put our who the cast were who the creative team were obviously if you've won awards that's your time to start yep. yeah. plugging away any at that. reviews you have yeah. so for our future press releases now we can use our reviews from Flood yeah. Yeah. in our press releases exactly. so we've kind of the, the first one was obviously very just about the play and, our, and, and we used a lot. Of, we talked a lot about Tom as a writer and Tom his Hart success with his previous work, uh, Georgie with her previous work and her success. So it's just to give, yeah, just give them a feel of what they're, they're in mm. for. Yeah, and, and to, um, to sell it, I guess, yeah, to, to big it literally. up as much. And as you can. send it as a PDF. Yeah, and that's just something for them to just click on and go, cool. Yeah, was, yeah. It was sexy. It was a very. Good I, 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 I really. When we'd finished that in the National Theatre lobby. Mm. And we were just like, yeah, that's press release. I just remember... Even the Camden Fringe, bless us, they emailed us being like, just seen your press release, really good. We <laughs> <laughs> were like, thanks. Uh, but also we just... And, but that the only reason it was that good was because we had mates send us over their press releases. So yeah, we 100%. just basically, not carbon copied, but we kind of used, the form, yeah, we yeah. used their format to... Get, we had no idea about it prior. So yeah. it's, just, it's that thing of... I mean, it's like one of the first things I remember from drama school was... Uh, you know about acting but like you know 
steal everything. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you yeah. just gotta just you gotta just suck off everyone. Exactly. Easy. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Know. You got to. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Suck <laughs> knowledge teach, out of people. That was awful. Suck off people. John. <laughs> suck off, guys. There's one thing we've learned is to suck off people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god. That's uh, the moral of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So good. But yeah. Um, so uh, you were sold out every night, which was, you know, is amazing. Which is, um, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And um, so when you finished the last night, and you, I imagine you all went and had a good old time, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you woke up the next morning, I guess for you guys, because I, I don't know about everyone, but I get this real bad, like the post-show blues, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, day after you finish, it's like... Oh fuck! Oh, shit. Like yeah, what's going on? But I imagine for you guys, it must have been something slightly different, mixed with that. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But what, yeah, what do you? What, How when do I you feel? the next day hungover? Maybe so you, definitely hungover. Yeah, because um, we hadn't dropped. We'd get we we'd given up alcohol, hadn't we? The whole I hadn't drunk alcohol for right. about two, two months. Total. So it was a case of I think we were very sensitive the next day. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the I oh, know I didn't really have post show blues actually. I don't yeah, think you're I was probably buzzing. Buzzing off, I think that it was. And then, it was an amazing. It was like an ecstasy of the accomplishment. Mm. It, it was like we we did it. Yeah, and we wrote a massive thank you thing on social media just the next morning, just being like, "These are people that you want to thank." It was. Cause it was just this yeah. overwhelming sense of just yeah achievement and pride in we what we've done, yeah, and yeah, yeah. just going actually, and, it, and we know it was the, only the start. This is the first show. Yeah, so that, you kind of go. F- that's the world or whatever's financially viable is our oyster yeah we started with a that was the I think I got a lot of excitement out of like let's let's go again yeah like what do we what next then what next did you get out the the notepads the next day we had a creative meeting a few days after I think it was like kind of had a debrief yeah kind of moment where we we just kind of talked about things we could improve on things that we could maybe look at doing next and and what what do you think you could have improved on um if you're alright what did we say things to improve on it wasn't like anything major to be honest because I think we were happy in like the marketing aspect of it yeah I mean it we sounds think, like we think we've got pretty... a good structure of market what we thought we did well was um, the marketing campaign as a sense of the yeah. things that we decided to do so the images with of each character with a quote that they say underneath right, just yeah. a little just to give you a feel of that character what they're about um, a trailer a video mm. with the actors talking about their characters and just these little th- and I think that's something we can always take on board what things was, that we learned about ourselves as well kind of like Trusting our instincts. Yeah, I thought I thought we g- g- clocked into a good. I think I think I think we um. We 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 produced a show, which completely came from our instinctual taste of what we like in theatre, and we brought on people who agreed who had the same mind as that. Yeah, and it was really I think so much of the accomplishment. Was because you know we 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 see a lot of theaters together, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time we we walk out. Not all the time, but sometimes sometimes we walk out and we go, "That was not our cup of tea." Yeah, like <laughs> putting it nicely. Yeah, yeah, and then we turn around and, and you know that will get like five stars, five four stars, and we're like, "What?" Are you have we, to ask why though. I think you have to go. What miss? We, well, I, I, what is it you don't? What, what did we miss? Yeah. yeah. What didn't? What didn't we? And so like, then suddenly, as producers, you're like, "Okay, well, we're going to find out." Like if we are missing something yeah and it's a very nice feeling there's a lot of pride and a sense of accomplishment coming away from that and going oh okay no no other people agree with what we like to make yeah and that's an exciting thing um 
And I, and I think so. What we learned from that, and what's good is that we can trust that, especially going down the going down the road. Trust what our taste is and what our instincts are. Don't shy away from it. If somebody yeah. turns around and goes, "No, that's not good," we can go, "Well, thank that's all right." But a lot of people do like it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We can trust that. And that's what was lovely about it was get the hearing back from the audiences afterwards just how much they connected to the story mm. and that mm. was really great because that's what we wanted from the start just even if there's a moment in our work that you can just go I connect with that oh, I know that moment and that's all we kind of asked for mm. so it was lovely to feel like there is an audience for it and there is so yeah there's yeah, an audience for this exactly. the work we want to produce and there's a, there's a need for it and a desire for it so that was lovely I, uh, I, I reckon one thing that we will probably improve upon in the future is doing it quicker doing the whole process quicker in right? terms of the prep or yeah instead of pre-production right. we had we did yeah we, had so we gave ourselves a this. lot of time whereas we, in the future we we have lives to lead as well we yeah. can't yeah we have to we're actors where we have to i teach like you, you've got jobs to do yeah. yeah that you have to balance with it and also the ability that if you can produce a play in a shorter amount of time you can produce more plays yeah in a shorter yeah. amount of time yeah 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 and this essentially um, took us January was the when the ball yeah, started rolling. Yeah, January till August, so eight months. Yeah, eight months. But if you can start knocking out plays, I think um, I I think I remember um, uh, Papa Papa Isidu with um, mm-hmm. uh, in Vertigo. Yeah, and uh, and they used to talk about how they used to try and do like four four plays a year, four to six plays a year. Yeah, and I think that's that's a it's a bold bold amount, but that's good if we mm. could one day get to something where you know. Piggybacking yeah, I suppose place. it's finding the balance, right? You don't want to mm. overdo it. And exactly. Yeah. Compromise on the quality of what you're creating just exactly. for the sake of getting out more. Yeah. Um, and it's the massive thing of money and funding as well. There's so much of a lack of it, but like this is something we're looking at now is funding opportunities because we need to know about this more. That's something yeah. as producers we need to learn about is right. how many, there's not just Arts Council, I'm sure there's plenty of others and there are. Yeah. Having done mm. research now, we can yeah. see that there's so much more of that. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, because ultimately, it would be lovely to. Because I don't know how Invertigo worked. Did they have their own performance space where they did all of their? I think they're they, in different places all the time. Because I'm when you said that, I just went, "Wow!" Because that would have been expensive. They're going to have to do. I can't remember. I, I can't remember. Yeah, either. I spoke to Tim. It was like my second oh, yeah. podcast or mm. something, second or third one, and I can't bloody remember. I think they eventually hiring. got a residency with high tide great okay, that's so right that's, yeah. that's is that right that sounds right yeah because yeah. at the moment we don't <laughs> yeah. if you're listening yeah. uh, let us know yeah, yeah. Uh, be great yeah okay. and also if there's any like theatre spaces that are looking for a resident company get, let us know I mean we're intrigued I'm intrigued by that 100% so, yeah. like, are there any theatre spaces that are in need of a theatre company to do some work in there yeah. I mean because it would be really nice to feel like we have a a residency somewhere mm. or a totally. place where we we know that's a safe place for us to put on our work and a really secure creative environment that we can do it yeah um yeah because that's something we said that's when you're asked like what's your 10-year plan it'd be nice to like have our own mm. like theater maybe one day i mean you never know but yeah, just yeah. Be able to have a place where we can that's the paper creatures where they do their work hey man it's good to to set those goals and mm. and to have something to to aim for and you know shoot for so yeah. it's it's i think that's a great idea because hiring spaces is, is exp- it's expensive yeah it's well, not how how did the financial side of things work out for you? Was it like, a, 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 if you don't mind, yeah, yeah. you know... We don't know yet. That's yeah. the honest truth. Right, right, right. Because yeah. the Camden Fringe has just finished. Right. And then they do all the box office figures and things like that. And then we get what we've, obviously, whatever money... Whatever profit. Whatever mm. profit there was. Um, so we don't know. I mean, we had a sellout run, but that doesn't always mean that you make a profit, which is a, a, sh- a sad thing. Yeah. Is, um, 
just because you sell out doesn't mean oh I'm going to make so much profit yeah yeah, Actually, yeah sure then other things other factors involved VAT comps all these things that yeah. you go would it have yeah do you think the, 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 the do you think you I mean it's hard to tell obviously you haven't had these figures or whatever but like do you think you there was anything you could have done differently financially or, or do you think you budgeted pretty well because you guys are pretty on top of it by the, by the yeah, sound of it we budgeted but we put our own money into this yeah yeah. so that was I mean we didn't want to put loads of money into it because yeah. we're not well first we don't have that money yeah. but you, to <laughs> even like you just want to make sure that it's a, a decent amount and we just hope that we could just at least break even because it will mean we can maybe do another show absolutely um, and profit would be great whether we get it or not that's the scary part um, but it's it is what it is at the moment for our first show mm. Yeah, we've done well so far. Yeah, I think. But yeah, I think. It's... I think we had to go into this, and we we kind of remind ourselves of it just before we went into the the week, but we just kind of had to at the very beginning go. Look, we've got to be totally comfortable with losing all this money. Yeah, worst case scenario. Mm, yeah, and I and I I think that that's a a, a, a kind of a, a safe assumption in the sense that then you can do exactly what you want with that money be as creative as possible, mm-hmm. not feel the need to make decisions based upon making money. Yeah, and, and you're not then, looking that far into it, are you? Yeah. then you get a real glean about the kind of work that you want to make. Yeah. Because you're not tapering it for a financial success, you're tapering for what do we want to produce. Yeah. yeah. And it just so happens that, yeah. thank God, and Tashman, I want to continue like that, but um, it, those two for us have a link. Yeah. They they complement each other. Yeah. What we want to produce made money. Yeah. And and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, it's more than okay. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. That's awesome. the that's the that's the business side of having a theatre company. Yeah. Which which we're still learning about. My God, there's so many things that we don't know about yet. My God, like you look at all these like, massive companies that we love and have helped us so much, and they're doing UK tours. They're winning awards at festivals and you go yeah. okay how the hell do you apply for those awards how the hell yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How did you get a tour going yeah. there's, there's still so many things that we don't know we yeah. just know we know our experience for doing a six show run at a theatre and we just did it the idea it's that more. being an being an artist director of a company can be a profitable livelihood yeah, <laughs> yeah. we keep saying that like because I said to Nate the other day I was like it's really weird man we spend so much fucking time together but it's because and I was thinking this, I was like why so annoying he's so annoying but you go it's because this is almost like our main job yeah at the moment so it's and it's just we're not getting paid for it yeah to a point where eventually you might be getting paid for it yeah we might be able to pay ourselves yeah or, exactly and our and our team and but that's yeah it's, it's like anyone going to a working in an accountancy firm for example that's your job you're always with your work colleagues and that's what we're doing yeah we just have to do it for nothing and find other stuff to <laughs> find other stuff to source that yeah but it's but, all they all got to start somewhere you oh know? big so, time yeah big so time. I, yeah. I think it's great um after you you so you finished and you had your debrief yeah um i imagine both of you've got plans or ideas for the future and whatever but um what just before we go on to that what what do you do now is it is it to keep the idea of paper creatures alive to keep reminding people of flood like what's the what are you doing now um that maybe or unless it is something to do with your next project or yeah. whatever if you can say anything again yeah <laughs> well, we sent a massive we, we sent no we sent a massive shout out <laughs> <laughs> like, i can't hold my smirk can i <laughs> but we're um we sent a massive like shout out the other day on our social media pages just to say if you are a playwright and you've got a play send it our way because it's actually a really lovely perk of a job 
is when we get these plays sent through, we just get to read some really yeah. Yeah. new writing. And, yeah. and we just we, we encourage it to people to send them because you never know one day sitting in our living room may just go, oh, wow, oh, this, this is a, there's leeway in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for now it's, it's keeping our name out there, mm-hmm. riding off the success of Flood. Um, I th- I'd like to say there's a, still a future for Flood. I don't think that's the end of it. Great. Um, we, whatever we do, we don't know yet, but we're definitely, um, it's there. It's backburned at the moment because we feel that it definitely has, well, it can be can be a longer play. Deserves just, more than six days. Yeah, exactly. Well. And a yeah. lot of the reviewers said that, which was lovely to hear, that they, they kind of said it's a shame it's such a short run. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something that we can definitely look into. I think definitely. Whether yeah. that's touring or another transfer, we don't know. But for now, we will. That's not the end of flood. It, yeah. Things are cooking for it. Yeah. It's just going to take time. Yeah. Because again, it's new um, ground for us. Mm-hmm. Where we so, if we want to take it onto a tour, okay, let's figure out how to do that. Yeah. Now we need to ask. You know, people have taken place on tours and kind of gleaned some of that information. Yeah. And that's and that's great. Or, you know, uh, meeting with people about it in different ways. So it's like. It's giving it giving it the time that it needs in order to grow into the next phase of its life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and whilst not, that's happening, we're trying to find a new play. Yeah. That right. We wanna, that we think will. I think it's good to challenge ourselves and not just do the same yeah. style of show again. I think it's always good to find something that maybe stands stands us alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah flood, so that's always. Yeah, you know, something else that excites you, I guess, as well. Like, yeah, yeah. that still fits the, the brief of the company. Yeah, the, the, our simple, compelling, bold stuff. That and yeah. the, that millennials, that but yeah, <laughs> literally a second nature now. Yeah. But the um, yeah, there's the, there is a we obviously have a brief, and also there's something we should probably say on this because we've had a few people send us scripts and they're recommending plays that they've done before. We yeah. haven't stated this, but we'll say it now. As a company, we want to debut shows. Yeah. So, Thank you so much for sending us scripts that you've already done or you've already put on in Edinburgh or somewhere else in the country. Mm. But um, with regards to the work that we would like to put on, we want this to be the birth of it, yeah. the start of it. Yeah, 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 um, sure. So we kind of discovered that with Flood, didn't we? In the mm. sense that it, that's our that's our ethos, particularly like with the paper creatures and how the whole image of that is it coming from a piece blank piece of paper into you know the creatures of the play and everything like that, mm-hmm. and actually the ethos of Starting it from that blank piece with just a couple of scribbles and scratches and and an, an idea, and then we as a company, our focus can be to okay, great, let's nurture that and develop that into putting it on for that you know yeah. however long run at the very end, and we can for mm. for you know yeah help yeah that. absolutely yeah. and it, you know if something's had a life before then it you know it, it, I guess it's just. Yeah, I'm just. And there were so many companies. Yeah, and yeah, you're receiving company, and there are so many producers that do that. And um, yeah, it's just our particular ethos is that we want to. And it's funny, we didn't realize this until we didn't until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and we realized, holy crap, that's what we do. That's that's our thing. Yeah, brilliant. We've got it. Yeah, I just had a thought. Did because you guys went up to Edinburgh afterwards? Yes. Were you going into shows and being like? We genuinely did it, did we? We never. We, I we, kind we, of went. Fuck to bring a show to Edinburgh. You've got to have some hard graft and yeah. determination. Yeah. This year more so, having done a play now. Normally, I go to Edinburgh just have a laugh, and you yeah. go, "Wow, you're doing a really good job, and yeah. you're working hard." But this year was like, these guys are oh my God. doing a like this. I had, we had some friends up there doing two shows. Yeah. And then they're flowering amongst that and having to promote their show. It's a non-stop job. Was, it, was that? Was it something that? Did you look at each other on on the way back and go, "What do you reckon?" 
we never it, say never. Yeah, yeah, we don't. I think definitely we 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 were like Nathan was not, loving it because it was his first time as well. So he was I'd like walking been. around like doey, I like, kind of like oh yeah, oh, yeah we can, oh my god, we could. And I'm kind of going yeah 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 oh definitely god. at some point. <laughs> not not right mile? now. <laughs> oh my god, what's the royal mile? <laughs> yeah. Castle, it's yeah. yeah. it's, really, it's great. Nah, it's great. It's great. It um, it's lovely to have so many creative people in one place. It's, cool. it's yeah. mad cool and it's uh, brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. We definitely uh, yeah. I mean, we were like, it would be great to bring a show there one day. Yeah. I think that that takes time and money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. We, I mean, I think we probably wouldn't even do next Edinburgh. Um, but you never know. I mean, suddenly... Unless someone somebody... wants to just offer us a venue for free. <clears throat> Please. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, you're that good, guys. Come on. Um, yeah, it's about never say never. And I think Edinburgh's yeah. always a great... Like, we saw some great stuff this year. Oh, yeah. To just go... I mean, that can be the, the Kickstarter for a lot of good stuff yeah. for creative Transfers people. And exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely worth looking into, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But obviously it's easy for someone to say who has no oh. idea about the production side of putting on some theatre. Like, yeah, and I can imagine Camden Fringe is yeah. so different. I can imagine being so different to the Edinburgh Fringe. It's, a, yeah. it's just so concentrated in Edinburgh. Exactly, um, yeah. Which is a great thing, but also it can be quite scary and work because you're just there's so much competition. Yeah. And, and you felt really guilty not seeing all these shows that people yeah. are flying at you. Yeah, but you yeah. go, I just don't have the time in my life. Yeah. yeah. And all the and all the, a lot of the shows we wanted to see were at six o'clock. And we booked and it was just like you four days there when Yeah, you what we can we can only we can't see everyone. Yeah. And you're like and you have to really narrow it down of what you want to see and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you feel horrible but uh I just started just, sorry, go on. Well I was just gonna say like that's actually one thing that we realised that people might, you know, find helpful. In Edinburgh, at the Fringe, flyering is like so key. That's yeah. just you. You, you, you do that. You fly. It's pretty, pretty. We spent a lot of money on buying flyers for um, for the flood show, at flood show. For flood. Flood show. <laughs> for flood. The flood show. And uh, and actually, we didn't find that as um as helpful. The Camden Fringe, it didn't really. Like none of our flyers were taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was that's an expense that we now know. We know not to spend not, as much on. Yeah. I think future. it's kind of a London thing. It, depending mm. on the yeah environment yeah. that you're yeah. in. Like Edinburgh, yes. it's, it's, yeah. Edinburgh, you kind of need perfect. them. It's great. Yeah, everyone's there at that exact time to to see these shows. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff, so, yeah. It's kind of a flyer. You you get given the flyer, and you're being like, "That's on today." Literally, just a couple of blocks. Let's go. Yeah. That's a great way. It's to, very immediate. Yeah. We did quite a few impulse ones. We did one. We were in the Pleasants. I think we were quite tipsy, and we were just kind of with our mate. We were Georgie, the director, and some yeah, of her yeah. friends, and. We kind of just got the program. Went say stop, stop. Uh, choose a number between one and ten, and then we had a little bet on. And we they chose they, a show for us called Marvelous, which we saw. It was a free fringe, and we saw it because of that. Yeah. And it was genuinely one of the best things we saw. That it's fringe, so good. <laughs> free fringe, going and um twelve thirty p.m. And yeah, and we said to them, you have to go to that one, which they didn't go to. They so didn't they owed go us to drinks. Um, <laughs> but it's just that's a cool way to do it. And actually going and yeah, like you never know who's in that audience. People who have chosen to see the show because of great reviews yeah. or they've been drunk in a courtyard and just gone you're going to see that show that's, yeah. and that's what's lovely about it and they made a really lovely point at the end of their show where they said thank you so much for coming because you have so much option yeah. Yeah, to yeah. see it but you're here right now and that we really appreciate that and totally. I was like no fair good point do you know what I noticed about it as well is that it kind of made me realise we, we, we in Australia we have like a couple of fringe festivals we have the Adelaide Fringe which yeah. is huge Perth Fringe Festival which is less huge um, other fringe but like no, Edinburgh Fringe I think is like worldwide famous yeah, yeah. it's renowned for it I think yeah. the Melbourne Comedy yes Melbourne Comedy Festival is pretty huge on, as well on par apparently mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't yeah. know yeah. 
Um, but what it made me realize is that it it made me understand why, as a young aspiring actor in the UK, you can go up to there, and and you can fall in love with theatre. Yeah, it's very easy to do that. Mm. I kind of walked around and I and seeing all those different shows and oh my god I love theatre so much yeah. mm. like it, it, just because you're seeing such like eclectic you know variety well you, yeah you re- you can see that it really can be anything you want it to be yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah. and 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 you know having so spent time anything in, goes in Edinburgh yeah which is great you just go yeah anything having spent time in you know LA and there's there's not that there isn't a huge love of theatre no, no. it almost you know a kind of a taboo yeah. like if you do a theatre show you go Oh, you're not working then. Yeah. And you're just like, you fucking wow. so weird. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that was my first, I, you know, and come in there and go, no, that I totally understand why, you know, John at 16 years old would be like, oh, fucking, I want to mm. do this. I'm going to go to drama school. I wanna yeah. Do, I want to do stage. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool thing. It's, it's bloody great. Okay. So just maybe one last thing. Mm. It's going to be hard, I think, because it's, you know, you're, you're still reflecting on it and reflecting upon it and whatever. So, but but if you had any, also you're very new as well, just say it, Lewis. Um, <laughs> so if you, what would be your sort of golden tips to people who want to do the same kind of thing? You know, because I, I know that it's something you know, on whatever, whether it's theatre or film or whatever, you know, I know that lately in the last few years, there's been this focus on, you got to just do it yourself, man. Yeah. If you want to see it, you got to just do it yourself and you know, get it done. So you now with the, with this like fresh green experience of that, what what would you say are the, are the sort of key things to look mm. out for and think yeah. about? Um, uh, go. <laughs> it's funny, but as you was, I, I was saying, just do it in my head. Yeah, I think it's one of those that you, it's easy to just say you're going to do it. I, I think the past year, two years or so, I've probably gone and set up a theatre company. Yeah, I've never actually mm. done it. Yeah, and then I think you've just got to if you're lucky enough to obviously find a partner in crime that you can do it with. Yeah, that always helps uh-huh. because you're sharing the load and it's and you have someone you can bounce ideas off with. I say mm-hmm. go know why you're setting it up. That's mm-hmm. a big thing for us. Like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it purely to showcase yourself as an actor? Yeah. Or, which wasn't for us. Yeah. We were in them because we love to act, but then also our grander scheme was we want to do it because we want to bring you writing to the forefront. Mm. And yeah. we want to um, find, give it more airtime. Yeah. Uh, with regards to that. So. And to, to provide something that you want to see. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. And provide opportunity for writers and creatives yeah. as well um, to make the theatre that we like yeah. as producers and actors yeah in it. and it's actually not as difficult as I probably thought it was going to be it's not and start maybe start off small is quite good like yeah. what we did I mean, Camden Fringe is no, by no way means small but yeah. like starting with a, something like that where you've got an hour slot you're sharing a space with three other people so I don't know I feel like yeah just start off somewhere small find, find a space find a place find a piece that you're passionate about you've got to be passionate about it my god that's yeah. another thing just be passionate about it because if it's a piece of work if we hated Flood and for eight months we were prepping for it mm. yeah it would have been it would have been the most horrible experience ever you've got to love the play that you're doing yeah and really find it I'm just trying to think of like because I remember being at a place where like what two years ago and um, 
and and you'd read in like books or like you'd see like you know inspiring videos and people being like just do it just do it yeah, yeah, yeah. and I definitely have had feelings of what what yeah like <laughs> what watching that and being like oh yeah okay I just yeah, do yeah. it what now yeah, yeah, yeah. or like where you, do I you, start or the motivation would disappear in two weeks yeah, yeah. I think that that's a very common thing that I, I could imagine maybe a lot of people listening totally would have I'm guilty of that yeah yeah me too mm. um, but I think I personally think the difference with this and why it happened was the people who were involved um, I think you find you, it's just a matter of finding the person or persons who get shit done. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's mm. great about you. Mm. And um, you just, you're, you're, you're very good. And, and I kind of remember like working with you in the Chambers Men and going like, okay, he, he, you're, you, you're, you're on it. And then Georgie, the director on it, Tom on it. And you, you, it's, I think that it's hard to do it if you're just on your own. And, and to be honest, unless you're just going to, go into the middle of Trafalgar Square and do a monologue there or do one with you. You're going to need other people around you to help. And I think that the key is finding people who make you grow, make you, who inspire you to be better as as a creative. Mm -hmm. And when you surround yourselves with them, shit happens. Things start turning because then you can start bouncing ideas off of that. You think, I think there's a lot of people in this industry who say I'm going to do that and then they won't get back to you or they'll just slowly trail off mm-hmm. and, and that's it fizzles, happened it fizzles sometimes it fizzles I and had, that's yeah, happened that. to me yeah. countless times yeah, yeah I consider myself quite a proactive person yeah but I've always come up against and I, I, look and I'm not saying that I don't have moments of being lazy I absolutely do but like you always said I don't I never knew how to get past the, the obstacle of the other person not being as willing. Yeah, sure. And and I think why this kind of works was that we were both really willing. Oh yeah, we were passionate from day one. We were. And then other people we brought on had a we, we, we brought on the people who were also really willing. Mm. And I think just surround yourselves with people who, who grow you, who make you fucking extend as a human being and be better. Yeah. And I think that's a key because then then you do just do it. Yeah. Then it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, 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 it becomes. And more don't be. Afraid, it's, the, it's not being afraid yeah. to ask people. Absolutely. People. That. I think that's. Cause I'm trying to think how did we start. So we started going. I can't remember the day I like we were. I can't remember the day we sat down and we're like we should set up a theatre company. But we I remember going to the Hoxton and with our red wine and just kind of writing down our ideas yeah, and what we wanted it. to do. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. then, and then after that, it was we need to talk to people that have done this before. So yeah. I think that's something that's quite important then because that inf- that influenced a lot of how we approach this because we needed to just know what to do that's definitely a key element yeah Yeah, just ask people people love sometimes when you ask for a job people go "Uh." yeah yeah but people but if you ask them for help and advice people fucking love it especially if they love giving advice because they're like I can help you and I don't want to say I don't want to make it out like people who help other people with advice get some little like egotistical power trip but it's it's I, I don't I don't think I think it is something more pure definitely releases some uh, some chemicals that, that make you feel good yeah mm-hmm. I, and that's it yeah <laughs> that's the that's the specific Dopamine thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's a scientific term yeah it makes, it makes yeah. you feel good yeah. to help other yeah. people absolutely and so when you ask when you send an email to you know someone who's done this before and you just go 
can you can we just meet for a coffee and like can you just give me advice yeah so many people were willing to do that yeah. amazing just that's like, half an hour of your time just can I just ask yeah. you some questions and, so and everyone will have different views of how they've done yep. it and you can just take it's like drama school, actually. You take what you your it's your toolkit to take what yeah. you want from it. You yeah. have to some of the bits of advice you can thank them, but it's not for you. Yeah. yeah. But it's just taking what you want and then yeah, growing from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, and there are so many other, like there are all the. There's gonna be so many we're gonna think about later. But the, those like, oh, are... we should have said that or. Well, send them in the main, and I'll add yeah, them to the well, notes. Because yeah. <laughs> they're the main things that it's that I think it's talking to people. Just do it and surround yourself with good people yeah. that will help you creatively fulfill yourself. Yeah, and I, I think that's a that uh, I hadn't thought of that because when I when I asked that question, I was thinking like, well, no, but when we but we talked about that in the first episode where you where you were like mm. where I was saying what was your literal first step? We yeah. went through all that, so yeah. it was actually really good because you reminded me of when I started the podcast. I was like, I don't know what. The fuck I'm doing yeah, yeah. Um, I really want to do this and I'd wanted to do it for quite some time and, and in this case I was completely on my own Yeah. Um, and one of the first things I did was go well I like this guy's podcast I'll write to him and you know sometimes the the messages back didn't seem helpful but uh, you yeah. know but there was advice in, in everything mm. and yeah, and, um, yeah just, just knowing what it is you're going into and what it is you want to do uh, within that field I think yeah. is is hugely important and always bring yourself back to that I think is mm. remember why you started this because yeah. it's easy to forget that yeah. when you're do when you're stressed and sitting in front of a laptop all day looking at emails and doing a press release or you can just forget and get a bit like down about it in yeah. a way but actually just go but wait a minute we started this because we wanted to do this and set a theatre company up to tell new writers new stories new writing yeah Keep and going. also like and one of the things that we when we talked to um uh, one of the, your mentors at Mountview and um and he, he, he gave one of one of our advice because he really put that question to us. He was like, you need to know why you want to do this. Why do you want to do this? Yeah. And he said, is it because, you know, you just want to be actors and you feel like you've been out of work for a bit and you just want to, you know, get some work going. And he was like, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is the main reason why we're doing this. But if somebody listening is like, they just want to put work on because, you know, they want their to agent act. isn't, they want to act. Fucking brilliant. Know that. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. that truly is what gets them up in the morning and to like do all that social media stuff and, and write and, and, and write to people and ask for help, then hold on to that. Yeah. There's no there's no right or wrong reason to why you want to do it. Just know what the why is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. think that's important to know. I think that's a wicked note to end on. Mm. Yeah. Um apart from saying like congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, man. Again, Thank I'm you. so sorry I missed it. Mate. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. I was going to ask you privately, but I might as well ask you now. Did, did you record it? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, okay. no we didn't. Sorry. No worries. No, but you, I, I mean, look, like we say, it's, it's not the end. It's not the it's end. Not the end. It's, There'll um, be another chance. Hundred percent. And Tom's, no, well, yeah. But, you know, I wanted to be there with the. I wanted to. Yeah. Mate, you've done be with so you. much for us. Anyway. No, no, yeah, silly. exactly. Yeah, we can say thank you to you as well. Yeah, and well do. done to you because it's an awesome, awesome podcast. Oh, we absolutely, we, honestly, we, I, I, we absolutely love what you do with this. No. And um, we're happy to support it in any way. Yeah, so. please. Well, you're welcome back anytime at all. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. And, <laughs> and I, I'm so uh, impressed with the, the journey you've taken so far. And I really do look forward to seeing where it goes. Because I think, I, I think Paper Creatures is a name you're probably going to hear. Uh, I feel that way and I'm sure you guys hope that too yeah we hope so yeah yeah but, absolutely uh, thank you very much awesome thanks mate thank you have a good one. later oh actually just before we sign off oh, I can cut this if it's not appropriate do you want to 
tell like I don't know if any people writing stuff listen to this, but mm. do you want to like advertise your email address and all yeah, that? Yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Should we do, do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. So for anyone out there who is listening, who is is writing a play or, or well, why don't you give us a, a, a brief? Or yeah, whatever. pretty much anyone who um, has, you know, a scribbles or an inklings or a couple of pages. An of idea. A, an idea of a script that you want to put forward to us and you want to see it kind of grow from the beginning and see it through to the end. Mm. Um, get in touch with us because and uh, story wise we're looking at millennial stories yep um, good that target millennial demographic simple bold and compelling there are three things we like in our theatre so mm-hmm. and something that breaks the stereotype of yeah. millennials and we goes deeper yeah so mm-hmm. and something yeah an idea is enough sometimes so. yeah honestly that, that can yeah. be enough for us and um, uh, you can reach us at info at papercreatures.net um, and then uh, you also get a hold of our contact us on Twitter at paper underscore creatures, uh, Instagram also at paper underscore creatures, and uh, Facebook at paper creatures theatre. <laughs> and uh, and, ch- and also, if you want to get more familiar with us, uh, you can see our website www.papercreatures.net. Um, but yeah, honestly, we're, we're not shaggy or frightening at all please get in touch with us yeah let's go for a drink yeah and we can just chat and dude there it is yeah. send your shit in and get it represented <laughs> don't literally send your shit in because yeah. that's not pleasant for anyone <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine such a terrible guy <laughs> um thank you so much guys cheers man there you have it ladies and gents that was nathan and john from paper creatures a name of a theater company you'll be hearing a lot more of in the very near future i am sure of it like they said there make sure you send in if you uh if you're a playwright and you are having ideas or or anything that you would like to see made into something real these guys have created a platform for you so send in your plays to them Nathan gave you all the information there, um, where to send those things, and uh, just keep checking out Paper Creatures, stay on top, follow them on the social media, and uh, yeah, I, I have nothing more to say, that was just, I really enjoyed that chat, I really enjoyed speaking with them and learning about the process of, of setting up the theatre company, and um, it was a nice post-show sort of debrief um, in comparison, like, to, to, to match the, the previous podcast, and we're going to do that again, like with whatever these guys are doing. I think what they're doing is so great. So the next time that they are, they're, they're putting something on, you'll know about it from me. So yeah, stay in touch with the podcast as well, because uh, you'll hear all about their news. But I hope you enjoyed that episode. I certainly enjoyed recording it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a lovely, lovely week. And I will speak to you very soon. Big love. Thank you, John and Nathan. Peace. Twas a light, gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. 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 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.